Hey, what's going on, Maxi? Good, dude. Uh, yeah. I've been I've been doing some maths today, you know? Really? Yeah, I don't want to know anything about that. Not at all. Yeah, some integrals. Who? Integrals. Do you know what those I, are? I have no idea what you are talking about. Like yeah, Interpol? Yeah, those are very fun. Interpol Double is a place. Integrals. Oh, hey, I have no idea what that is. Um, I probably will never use that in life, so I don't need it. <laughs> it's very useful. Is you it hard? Even know how much, huh? Is it hard? Oh, it's it's it, yeah, it, it has no use whatsoever, and it's hard as hell. So, <laughs> uh, but is it stumping you? No one you likes it? it, huh? Are you figuring it out? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, hey, you like that? We got some little background music going in the back there. I just figured this out. You know, we're using our StreamYard here, and this is a really great program. So it has different things, and uh, I, we have some background music. I mean, I just thought it was cool. But uh, you know what, man? I, I was going through some voice notes here, and I just had to play this because this is one of my all-time favorite voice notes, and this is from my buddy Nitro Kart. Um, come on, people. Don't get mad at us. I saw some people get mad at us for the e-buggy hate. We love e-buggy. I love e-buggy, and we love Truggy. But here's a hey, this is coming from the man himself nitro kurt listen people don't get it twisted tebow mayfield drake ronafalk boots ungaro fen cav rifkin Bornhorse, ty all say <laughs> e buggy let's rip nitro buggy and chuggy all day night weekend and year long but contract says must do damn boring ass <laughs> put me to sleep 110 e buggy and listen to high powered sewing machines fuck me oh my gosh that's a, that's an ultimate rant i forgot i even had that man i just like played that early and i was cracking up man nitro kurt yeah. i think i'm gonna meet him at uh dnc here and uh he's a youtuber guy his he fights with everybody on youtube too but uh, he really likes Nitro, and um, yeah, I guess that's it. You know what? We got some Nitro races to talk about. You know, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, so I think we should just drop that intro and uh, get on. Hopefully, this is going to be a one hour, one hour, one hour today. Promise, 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 promise. Nitro is the glory, but e pays the bills. Welcome to the no-name RC podcast. Get ready for some serious bench racing. But be warned, we speak our minds, express our thoughts, and sometimes things can get a little rowdy. Hate, and he just was influenced by the hate coming from the left, the hate coming from the right. And let's get back to more club racing and less of this money-grabbing book racing. See what I mean? That's exactly why people call you <laughs> arrogant, Max. You may not agree with everything we say, but it's definitely worth a listen. And our pick, can you stop whatever you're doing? Join your host, Letty the Great, with co-hosts and guests as they get together <laughs> to chat our city. Hey, after that race that I watched this morning, I have to talk about it.
Yes, indeed. Nitro is the glory, but E-Buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 164 of the No Name RC Podcast. This is our Monday edition. News, race, recaps, all that type of stuff. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. A lot of racing happening over the weekend. Lots of Nitro racing. The season is upon us. The Europeans got going. And, uh, you know, we're going to try and do this in an hour today, Max. We're not going to go over an hour, even though we probably are. What's yeah, going on, Homeless one? <laughs> it's good it's good uh going to school actually now like trying to go to the school like normally i've i've, I've been doing everything at home now mm-hmm. i've been trying to go over there as well so it's been great actually uh yeah um still building my car i thought i'd be finished by like a week ago already but mm-hmm. i've been sort of posting it every day so you got mm. some some stuff to finish. I be doing like little bits every day. Okay. Sweet. Well, I have not touched my car <laughs> since JQ left the four shocks there. Uh, he <laughs> is back in Finland. I am rid of him. I feel so relieved that he is gone. Uh, wow, what a stressful day taking him down there. And yeah, JQ decides to leave on a day on a holiday. Like the traffic was insane. It oh man, it was insane. What a six-hour drive took us like ten hours. Of course, I made a few turn, wrong turns, uh, and of course, you know, I didn't. I never heard the end of that. And then we had a tire issue. We had to get a new tire change. That's a whole story altogether. But a one-hour. Uh, what is this trip like? Uh, this was this just just, like, just this going completely like across this island, like from the north coast down to the south and like to the very east of this island. It took six. six it normally takes six hours. Why is JQ flying into an airport six hours away when I have one hour away and one twenty minutes away? That because why does JQ do anything? Because he, you know, it's cheaper. Anyway, um, <laughs> he's a true gypsy. Yeah, he's. By the way, I, I still wouldn't love call him gypsy. Intro. I call him chipsy because he's cheapsy. Um, but uh, yeah, he um. We got on there, had a tire issue, had to get that changed, put a, a brand new used tire on there. And the guy that came out, oh, it was so funny. Like the guy came out and had a missing hand, his left hand. And JQ goes, what? Is it something to do with people with left with left arm disabilities that you just sensed each other? And I said, Joseph, well, we got to see how he's going to change your tire now. He's only got one hand. Like, you know what I mean? That took about an hour. And uh, But yeah, he's home. He's out of how my hair. One hand. I did you know what? That's a story JQ has to tell. He was ve- he was very into it. Like, you know what I mean? And um, you know him, his word like that. All right. But he's out of my hair, man. What it was like I had a third child for, for a while there. Um but oh, uh, he's yeah. gone. He's oh, gone. Bad, thank bad. thank goodness he's gone. But you know what? We had some racing this week and we gotta talk about it. So let's uh, say some thanks here first. I'll let's shout out and say thank you to the NNRC squad around the world. Greatly appreciate everything you guys do for us and uh, support that you give us. Um, we got we got a bunch of questions coming up for this week too. So that's great too, Max. You're going to have a lot to answer on our Friday show. And um, yeah, just thanks for the support, guys. Remember to hit that notification button, that like, that sub, leave reviews. If you dislike it, we don't care. Leave a comment. Hey, we just want to get out in that algorithm. Get to our YouTube, man. We want to grow our YouTube. We would like to get to 2,000 members. Like, I think we can do that in the next, by the end of February. Let's get to 2K on the um, on the YouTubes for the NNRC. And um, yeah, also we want to shout out to the patrons of the NNRC. Uh, we got we got some new ones here. I appreciate that. I know they're not their names aren't on the, the banner yet, but we will get that done for you guys. Thank you for, to the patrons of the NNRC. We can uh, let a little bit of extra helps us out. 
And uh, we greatly appreciate that. Uh, if you wish to be a patron of the podcast, you can. There is a link in the written description of this podcast and in the Linktree link, which gives you links, which is a link that takes you to all our links. We're just linked all up around here. All right. And uh, of course, to the awesome companies that support us and love this platform and choose to use this platform to advertise their products, we'd like to say first and foremost, shout out to Invisible Speed, the online course and the book over there. They are, um, that's pretty, going pretty smooth, I'm hearing. I, I was talking to one guy, he really enjoyed it. He's really enjoying it. He just got it. So it, it's something to check out, people. Uh, shout out to High Tech RCD. Got my 938 servos right here. Uh, going in my Mayako MX, MX8 one day. Also got some waterproof servos. Shout out to them. Uh, High Tech and I should be doing something pretty cool at DNC. TNR Fuels. We're going to talk about the TNR Fuel race that they had this past weekend. Man, Chris Nelson's a good dude. Gave away a lot of stuff. Had a race, had some badass coverage. We'll talk about that. Beach RC, affiliate link. Shout out to Beach RC and uh, Brent and Lucas. Techno RC, Techno Squad, uh, you know, looking good, getting ready. Uh, they're getting ready for DNC as well. Taking a, a break, I was I hear. Uh, Lugs Racing Tires. Lugs had a lot of racers at uh, the, the, the TNR race this past weekend. So, so Sean Kirkman and those guys there. So good to them. Shout out to Lugs Racing Tires. JQSM. I see the new van looks pretty good. It's all wrapped up. Uh, Greg was showing me pictures of that. Papa Willie's Traction Tonic. Uh, shout out to Scooter Out and, and his people out there for long time sponsors of the podcast. Prepare for victory with Papa Willie's Traction Tonic. We got coupon codes for that. Welcome to our new sponsor, G Spec RC Tuning. For all your charge cable needs, uh, check out Geoff. Uh, he was out at TNR this past weekend. And uh, check them out. Uh, all the websites and everything are in, uh, will be in the written description down below. Racecraft USA, they came up with a cool thing charge block so they have a block that goes on their command module that you just put your phone on it it's a wireless charger i thought that was so cool so cool so useful so shout out to the racecraft boys shout out to house of rc everything went smoothly with sign up for rcgp as well shout out to rcgp excited about that jtp rc rocking my jtp hat bought this at a uh, ams 2018 tebow didn't even know who i was back then now he's on the podcast I was talking to him last week little bit under the weather clinic rc our good friend tony newland went to the next warm-up i think is on his way back i'm gonna pick his brain he had a good time it sounds like his uh his his oilless filters did really well on a, a looks like a very look like it got a little bit dusty there well they kept it wet and it was good but not too bad shout out to my boy rc kevin uh he's got the drake on tonight so check him out he's got drake on live dude he's got drake on before me how you do it rc kevin uh, well i know why but uh one day we'll get the Drake on her. One day. Uh, one day. Maybe I the hope fact to... that you were this podcast was associated with the guy who called him Captain Club Race for two years has something. Yeah, to do I with think it. that might have something to do with it. Um, <laughs> but uh, one day we'll get the Drake on her to tell his story. But check out RC Kevin. Uh, great, great, big show for him tonight, and I'm happy for him. Uh, he, you know, I know um, he's a fan of the Drake. So check that out tonight. It'll be at ten uh, nine p.m. Eastern. So with this podcast, we out. Real quick, uh, shout out to the NNRC drivers, the Viking, the Doctor, the Spaniard, the Teeps. Yeah, figure out who those guys are. And uh, you might, you know, the Viking, the Doctor, the Spaniard, and Teeps. That's our uh, NNRC driver. Shout out to them guys for supporting the NNRC. Greatly appreciate it. Um, real quick, Max, before we go on, uh, want to say happy birthday to a very good friend of mine. Uh, he went 50 years old, and this this guy absolutely loves RC. He went out and. He just was running his RC. This guy has everything RC. He's, he's going crazy for boats. Shout out to my good friend. Good friend. I met him in California. We've become really good friends ever since that. I talked to him on a daily basis. 
Uh, shout out to my good buddy, Sean Rusin. This guy, uh, like to me, is the epitome of an RC fanatic. He loves RC, any form of it, and he just tries to do as much as he can. And he's just an awesome ambassador for RC. And happy birthday to him, man. I can't wait to hang out with you, Tyler, and the guys at DNC uh, coming up next week. Uh, next month, sorry. And uh, real quick, uh, Gabriel Galano, uh, South Northeast racer, uh, Kyosha racer, had a, unfortunately had a house fire this on the 22nd of January. I'm not sure to the damage. I, I know there's a GoFund for it. So Enzo Albertoni has set up a GoFund for uh, Gabriel. It's good to see. I think when I last checked, like $7,000 a raise for him. And um, there's, I posted it on my Facebook, and I will put a link to that in the written description of this podcast. Let's help uh, come together and help out our RC family. And uh, shout out to their family. And I want to shout out something that I thought was really cool, Max. I learned about this this morning. Um, and it's, you know, the Mayako performance community, which is basically the guys that are, you know, like running the prototypes and believe in and what's going on, you know, and doing the Mayako thing. Well, there's, uh, they came together and uh, I think tw- they gave 20 bucks each or whoever could get 20 bucks or whatever you can give. And they raised money to send a very good friend of mine. And um, you know him as well, Max, you've met him. And I think uh, there's another guy that just emulates RC. And he's uh, my good friend, Paco Topete from Mexico. He has like been with JQ Racing forever. He's been, I think he was at the 2016 Worlds. Um, just a all around good dude who loves RC and he hasn't been able to travel for some time. You know, things aren't that easy there, but he's still hanging on and doing RC things and he's going to get to go to DNC here in February. And I thought that was such a cool gesture. And, um, I didn't know anything about it to this morning and I can't wait to meet him. And I, he's, he's super pumped and he's never been to a DNC, but, uh, I'm so, I'm so pumped for Paco and it's such a good thing that the MPC came together and done. So shout out to them. And I look forward to hanging out with Paquito at DNC. That's what RC is about, man. Coming together and helping out people, making some dreams come true. Um, that's what I like to see. And that, uh, that's not just because it's from my that if that would have been any other team, I would have talked about that as well, but, uh, that's good to see. Very good to see. All right, Maxi. Um, yeah. Well, so what do we have any RC news to go in or, or, or what? You know what? Let's uh, I know let's, news really. There's a lot yeah, of racing, but not a lot of news, I think. Yeah, not too much news. Um, but you know what? Uh, we're just gonna make this whole segment sponsored by High Tech RCD and TNR Fuels. Uh, so you know, High Tech RCD has uh, come on as a sponsor of this podcast, and it's been awesome. They are leading RC systems, developing performance and reliability, supported by dedicated customer service personnel. The HSBC 938-1TH servo, this one right here, is an efficient, has efficient brushless motors, titanium gears, low consumption, constant output, and a metal case. They also regenerate power back into your uh, servos. Also, the RDX2 Pro Charger, here's the box right here. I have the charge over there. I need to charge up some batteries here soon. You can charge up to can charge two four cell packs in 45 minutes it i've been charging up six x six s packs with no problems uh they have a usb to provide power for your engine heating and tire warming needs and charge up your phone and it has a bluetooth dongle that you can buy separately and that is used uh to monitor on your phone with the app and you can see everything that you need to see there and uh it's really good so trust in high tech your server and charger headquarters and you can visit them at hightechrcd.com where to buy to find your nearest dealer 
Uh, we will be set up at DNC in the high-tech tent to come see us there. And of course, I want to shout out to TNR Fuels because we're going to talk about their race as well here at the NNRC. We're all about that glory, and that glory is nitro. TNR Fuels is the hottest nitro in the fuel. Owned and operated by Chris Nelson and his family, made by racers for racers. TNR Fuels is currently available throughout the USA. For more information to support the company or purchase some fuel, please visit them at www.tnrfuels.com. Contact Chris Nelson at chris at tnrfuels.com or find them on House of, C, House of RC and Facebook or Facebook. And uh, wow, man, he he gave out, he had a ring dinging, ring dinger of a, a party, not a party, but he had a good race. You know, um, people had fun. He gave away a plethora of stuff. We're going to talk about that. Um, well, real quick, Max, I kind of wanted to talk on real th- a few things before we get into the races. Um, I talked to you earlier um, about the top 25 came out. So we had the top 25 yeah. come out this year. Well, well, sorry, the first top 25 result after SIC, and it looks like we got Ryan. Well, a lot of people argue about this, but it's the only thing we have because we don't have a series. So Ryan Mayfield's yeah. on top. Uh, David Garo, still the current world champion. David Ronefalk, uh, Jared Tebow, and Juan Carlos Canas. So we got three Europeans and two Americans in the top five there. Yeah, I think, I think, I'm sorry to say this, but I, I think Tebow is maybe not top five. He's there, but maybe not. Like, I think there's a few guys who should be in front of him uh, at, mm-hmm. the, at the moment. Uh, and uh, I would still put Ongaro. Ronifo probably as well in front of Mayfield. Uh, Mayfield, in my books, a good third. Uh, the, the reason why it is in that way is because Europeans only had Bugland and, mm-hmm. and IBC last year, and Americans have, have so many races. So, And Mayfield won a bunch of them. So, yeah, yeah Mayfield just has had a, a bit of a boost uh, on yeah. that sense. But I, apart from that, uh, Kanash definitely uh, won uh, this weekend at the Montpellier warm-up race uh, in pretty dominating fashion, winning almost every single run they did. I think mm-hmm. Berton only beat him in one final, and he DQ'd all qualifiers, Kanash, uh, 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 that is. So, yeah, Kanash for sure in there. Uh, I don't have it open. Uh, who are the next guys? Yeah, so we have Spencer Rifkin in six, the good offend. Uh, Renault Savoya, Ryan Cavallari, Ty Tessman moved up three spots to number 10. Elliot Boots down a spot. Robert Battier down a spot. Ricardo Breton down a spot. Joe Bornhorst, new entry into it. Cole Ogden. Uh, also, Tyler Jones is a new entry into it. Uh, Zankatine Zan- still in there. So, like, officially now, Mayako has two, two, dri- two drivers in the top 25. So, that's pretty cool. Even <laughs> yeah. though... Uh... Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, <laughs> they haven't raced it. Well, Alex was yeah. at one play a warm up, his uh, first race, and he seemed to start pretty slow and then build it, build up from there. At the end, his speed speed looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, the list has always been a bit American biased because they started out with American races, and the way it works is when you have racers who are on that list, the race gets more value. So you mm. have to fill a certain amount of, let's say like you get 100 points for being on that list and the race needs like 800 points. And if you are like way down to the list, you're all only worth 50 points. You need a lot more of those drivers. So when it starts out in America, then it's much easier to fill the amount of points needed for that race to count. 
and then like that's why it's still very american biased uh in the top it's quite well balanced because the worlds are valued quite high mm-hmm. but below that it's uh there is some bias towards americans and then, and then also like like Zangatine, like let's yeah, be honest like Marco Ravaglia is in her you know what i mean yeah he, like he, he hasn't raced in so long yeah like Ravaglia and, and Zangatine, they these aren't guys who who aren't very active how would i say yeah they, they haven't been even Valente like, is in her so yeah yeah, like these guys, yeah, they have had good finishes at like Padova. Uh, Valente has a decent finish at Euros. Uh, something like that. But it's, yeah, these guys are like, they are, I, I'm 100% sure there are guys who should be on this list that aren't, like Kyle McBride, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I hope, I hope now that RCGP starts, I think this year, for sure, uh, it'll be enough to feel, to be like, like the drivers I'm hearing are attending, uh, the list will for sure be counted for every race. I, that's what I think. I don't know how that works exactly, but that will for sure bias it a bit towards Europeans again, depending on how, who the drivers are exactly. But uh, if you have like eight races a year and there's only the same guys, then yeah, it's going to bias the list. So I don't know if top 25 RC will even count RCGP. Yeah, they have to have a certain number of people in there. Uh, we have we don't know who's going to be there uh, yet. Uh, still waiting for that. So um, hopefully we get. Uh, I hope I hope really hope TLR does come on. From what I hear, so yeah, be I'm good hearing there will be a few new teams. So that's that's going to be great, yeah. and especially with HB leaving, there's the spot spot open. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, real quick, uh, the Proline released a new tire called the Heck Shot. Which looks like uh, an old tire that they used to have called a caliber. Caliber, but I'm assuming this yeah. is the car, the car, the tire that they were kind of uh, hiding the other day. Uh, so yeah, I see a lot of comments on live RC about it. Well, about three comments. Uh, some people being, <laughs> well, you know how it goes. The comments can be vicious. Um, all right. Uh, I just wanted to note it real quick that I see X-ray. Um, I talked to you just before we 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 came on board. How X-ray made a real push in Europe. To get uh, oh, lots yeah. of lots of drivers, lots of Portuguese drivers, just lots of drivers around Europe. Maybe not maybe not household names, but good region like countries in those countries, and um, doing really well. And we're going to talk a little bit about the the race that they had in England, where Clancy won, and the Skidmore's are probably the biggest signing that they had this year for X-ray. But um, yeah, looks like that. Uh, not too much news this week, though. Uh, it's yeah. still Monday. It, we haven't. Yeah, I think. I think- when it's race weekend, the news sort of die down a bit, then mm-hmm. gets back up next week. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, let's. I think we should just uh, go right ahead and uh, get into some uh, some uh, some race recaps. But before that, you know what this podcast is all about? It's all about this, man. Nitro is the glory, but E Buggy pays the bills. I probably should have played that when we started our news. Yeah, but anyway, news, but that was I, pretty cool. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> I had this. Um, yeah. So this is when I started. I was going to do the, the NNRC news every Monday. Well, we're kind of doing it, but we're doing it together. So, um, all right, Max. So we had quite a few races this week. Um, we had the TNR Fuel race, which was at 
Thunder Alley. We will probably talk about that last. We had the Montpellier race, which I think we'll talk about Montpellier warm-up. And we have the Nationals warm-up race this weekend as well. So let's start with Montpellier because uh, that's the first race that's coming up here in February for Euro's first big race. Uh, this track, this race is very old. Um, this track is old too. Oh, yeah. Located in the south of France in Montpellier. Yeah. Uh, the the layout doesn't change thing. at all. But they it's such a challenging layout. The right. Yeah, the jump on the right-hand side is the only thing that's changed in the last like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, I, I, know a lot of, I know a lot of our American counterparts and listeners don't like, they don't like that. And they're used to having different you know, different uh, layouts frequently, but in Europe, they seem to keep layouts, you know, and uh, I, I heard some pluses and negatives about that. Like Degani always says it's better when it's a permanent track. Uh, who knows? It is the, there's a, like, in terms of uh, the dirt, it's much better when it's permanent. It, it, it soaks in, it has its form, it keeps, keeps better throughout longer races. These American tracks, like running, a long race on American tracks generally break them up pretty bad uh, because they are new, so the dirt needs to sort of pack in a bit more. Um, but the way I sort of look at it is, do you want to have an Indy 500 that's a different oval every year? Like, I, I wouldn't want that. Like, if I was a NASCAR fan or IndyCar fan, uh, like, same way. It would be like too Monaco. expensive to do that, too. Like, yeah, that too. But, like, like Mon- Monaco, like, F1, like, would you just change the layout every year? Like, no, like you do maybe change here and there throughout the history, like Montpellier has done. But uh, the reason, that, like one of the big reasons why this this race has such a big sort of legacy behind it is that it's been the same track, it's same location, it's always the same time of the year. Mm-hmm. So it, it builds sort of this uh, storyline of this event growing and stuff. And, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the locals me, like, are faster as well yeah so. and to me like i when i was sort of growing up in rc like dnc and fear farm went hand in hand later on i learned that it, it actually started in hemet and mm-hmm. uh it has now switched to multiple locations but i think i think there's uh there is there is a for, for sure there is uh, some type of story or legacy of uh, a certain race being at the same facility and uh I can understand sort of because Supercross, uh, like, um, let's let's be honest, like American racing mimics Supercross and Supercross tracks are always brand new. So mm-hmm. this is sort of the style they're doing. And, and I think that's fine. I, I think there's for sure a place for it. But I think I think there's an existing place for both, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I love this race. Um, we watch it every year. Uh, we obviously we didn't get get it last year. Well, we haven't. We had it in twenty twenty, so we did have it in twenty twenty, yeah. but not in twenty twenty one. I believe Canas won in twenty twenty. Uh, so yes, uh, Ongaro. Yeah, Ongaro had some issues. Twenty nineteen mm-hmm. Ongaro was super fast, led by almost a lap, and then in the last battery five minutes had his battery died. Yeah. yeah. So Ongaro has been usually quite fast at the race. Uh, he wasn't the warm up this year, so maybe that's going to hinder him a bit. I don't know if he's even going. Hope it, hope that it is. I hope that he is too, or maybe the plan is to go to DNC. You know what I mean? Who yeah, knows? It, they I hope he's coming close, to DNC. So. Yeah. yeah, I hope he's going to both, to be honest. <laughs> me too, me too. Uh, I know some, like Rana Falk's obviously not going. Uh, this race also, yeah. lots attended in 2019. was a bad race for him. I think it was in the quarters. I think he made it out of the oh, quarters. Yeah. It's a yeah. difficult yeah. race, he, he man. Yeah, a, a stinker. 
Yeah, it's it's a difficult race. The, lots of people are fast. It's like one tire that works there. Um, yeah, that, this is this is the tire where Sismic sort of built their sort of brand upon. Because really? Thomas Musso was the one of the first guys who, uh, well, I mean, Sismic is an old brand. They have a brand before this, but this is sort of the uh, re reincarnation of Sismic in recent years. Like mm -hmm. Thomas Musso having top five results here with Sismic. And uh, people saying like, oh, this tire is actually really good here. Uh, that has, that's sort of what Sismic, I think, has built on, like Kanas moving there. And now they found a very, it's a niche in terms of what the RCs generally is. But in UK, uh, the oil tracks, that's something Sismic is dominating on. So, so I don't know what it is. I don't think Montpellier uses oil, but it, it certainly gets polished the surface quite often. Yeah, and this is like a real Euro style track. You know what I mean? There's there's yeah. it's 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 got polished concrete. It's 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 not very big jumps. It's it's hot it's high speed. I'm not But it's it's, it's very technical though. This is yeah. one of the most technical tracks I know. Yeah, let's put it up or let's pull it up. I actually have it on um yeah, RC Mac posts some videos. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we need to get in contact with RC Mac because we this is also the first race of our NNRC Cup. Yeah. So, uh, for Europe, sorry. So we need to we need to see if we can talk to them and see if we can do maybe an English type. Uh, yeah. Yeah, RC Mac does a great, actually, very very high quality yeah, live stream in French. Yeah, let's pull uh, this up right so. now. So this is this is from twenty twenty. Um, yeah so let's and leave this, this out this looks like and, it's savoya yeah. and ranafog battling so yeah and and generally it's it's not uh, like this is from a qualifier uh like a one camera but they actually have a live stream quite often i don't know if they mm. did in 2020 but most of the years they do have and and it's like very high quality so yeah. definitely something uh sh should be really great for for the kickoff for the nrc cup yeah. um this is actually yeah. 2020 so just that yeah. we're watching so um real quick like this is actually like a real warm-up race like it was um four 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 ten minute mains so i guess they could have people try different things yeah that's and, the way um, they had it for at least 2020 I, they had it the same way so it's okay. three ten minute qualifiers and then four ten minute mains so gives people a lot of track time gets people chances to try stuff so mm -hmm. and for anybody that wants to see this uh this is rc mag on youtube and uh, they have some really great videos on there. They probably they have some videos from uh, the warm up as well. I just wasn't yeah, able to find yeah. them on their on their YouTube yet. So, very, looking forward to this race. It's very competitive, um, like super competitive. This is like all the Europeans go here. It's it's hard. The locals are good. I mean, like you got guys that aren't normally really fast that are faster. A lot of the Portuguese guys come over. They're faster too, like Duras and. Uh, yeah, Montero and these guys will be here yeah for sure. And so let's look at the warm up. So your, your synopsis, Max. Uh, on, um, well, look, so isn't uh, Canasso on Seismic anyway? Uh, right now he's he switched to Pro for this year. Oh, okay. So okay. this might be sort of a thing where I I I could believe they were actually running Seismic, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. uh, they are sponsored by T Pro because that's what Woods has been doing. So hard to, hard to say if they ran actually T-Pro, uh, but Canas and Boots were really fast. Boots ended up finishing third, qualified second. Uh, Canas dominated, she won pretty much everything. Last main went through uh, Berton, 
Um, uh, Bertone has been showing some great speed, mm-hmm. but he seems to be doing a lot more mistakes than these other guys and more inconsistency for sure. Uh, Savoya uh, looked very fast as well. Uh, so his old self a bit. Uh, solidly in there in top five. Barufalo uh, with, with his new Techno ride also in the top five. A sort of top five, top six. Um, then Musso, uh, Iguan, Sangatin. And there was also this, I don't, I, I'm not a, uh, aware of this guy, Tio Lemay. I don't know how you would pronounce that, but he's, uh, I, I would assume, a young driver because I haven't heard of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard of a lot of the uh, other guys like uh, Patrick Avinet, uh, Sartel, obviously. Uh, Tom Robin, which finished quite, uh, didn't finish quite well, to be honest, comparing to this regular level. Then Elliot Marcon, drivers like these have usually been on the sort of uh, edge of the main. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, finished quite quite far down, to be honest. So, but yeah, Thomas Musso showing that he he's a, for, for a long time he's been very good at this race. Uh, he's he's up there and uh, Majubi as well uh, with his new HP ride. Um, yeah, and Zankatin, first sort of big event for Mayako, uh, finished sixth or fifth, I don't know, in few mains, mm-hmm. uh, had a few issues, um, and definitely he said he was trying a lot of stuff out, so mm-hmm. I'm pretty confident he'll be a lot faster when he gets there again. It's a new car for him, and it's a pretty new car for everyone. Everybody. <laughs> so, there's yeah, a lot I of was... stuff. Perfect I saw him set. using the linked car. I thought he might have wanted to use the the um, armed car, but I guess I he believe wants he more... used. I believe he used the arms in the front. Uh, mm. that, 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 that's at least what the other Mayako driver Felix uh, Kegler said. Oh, he so, was there too, right? Yeah, he was here too. Oh, right. I forgot Felix was there. Yeah, he finished uh, round twenty twenty eighth uh, in mm. qualifying, so somewhere in the in there so and actually an interesting fact martin bayer was at this race so x-ray definitely putting some effort into hkl this year yeah they're sending a squad out to the new out to the snowbirds too a serious squad uh, i don't know that's on onward but yeah yeah they have been for sure being a lot more active this year Mm -hmm. i think just uh recovering from covid their monetary sort of situation probably didn't suffer much thanks to mm-hmm. like the support they have and all that there they should be good to go so i think they're just taking advantage of uh, now getting back to racing and trying to get most of it all right um so when is this race when is the actual gp max do we have the dates for that yeah i'll check we I, we have this in our calendar actually so i'll pull that up yeah are we going to be doing so we're probably going to be trying well it's going to be a little bit difficult but um, we got to figure out a way we can maybe call this so, race. So, yeah, we'll have to, yeah, we actually, uh, we, we haven't checked yet uh, with RCMAG, but we hope to cover this race in English as much as possible mm-hmm. uh, because we want to provide something for uh, international viewers as well. Yes. Uh, on top of the French stream, if that is possible, we hope that is. But if not, then we'll for sure do watch alongs and stuff on the Discord like we have yeah. done for other events. And uh, so the schedule for this race looks like on Wednesday, 9th of February, we'll start with our uh, Montpellier GP preview, like we've done 
uh, a lot of people probably remember our uh, our cover uh, our AMS coverage. coverage. Yeah, AMS coverage. Uh, so we'll we'll start with our race preview on 9th of February, Wednesday. On Friday night, we'll do a practice catch up. Uh, so that'll be sort of. I think they might be doing some qualies on Friday, but not sure. Mm -hmm. And then on Sunday, before the mains, which would be around, uh, it'll be before noon for most Americans. It'll be around four four p.m., three four p.m. probably uh, for Europeans. So all of these will be live. Uh, the Wednesday one and uh, Wednesday pre-race show and the Friday uh, practice catch-up show will be uh, sort of evening for Europeans, uh, midday for Americans. So yeah, and then uh, pre-main show obviously before the main main final. Yeah, and also I just remembered from this race that it rained just before this. So and they really got this yes, track yeah. in shape. Uh, they got it with sawdust and and they made it. Um, they like they. they just it was so good like after it rained so yeah, they know what they're doing crew, yeah yeah this tracker knows what they're doing for sure sweet they all right it um it's hard to make any any predictions uh but yeah. it's it's hard I not kinda, to go against kanas in, in this or if ongaro yeah, shows up the thing is like uh if ongaro shows up it's hard to not pick him to be honest mm -hmm. but for sure, Canas has been very good at this race. One reason being he was running for Sismic. The other reason, for sure, being that uh, he he just drives like this track requires you to be like yeah. very technical, very ag aggressive, uh, like attacking the corners. So this, for sure, uh, suits Canas' style. Uh, but the raw speed of Mangara is just something a lot of people maybe don't really understand even. Uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing him here if he goes. I'm pretty sure he would be going. Uh, but yeah, a lot of other guys like Berton, I'm waiting a lot from him. I, I probably would, I wouldn't be picking for the win, but definitely on the podium, I would be seeing him there. Savoy as well, he TQ'd a few rounds in 2020. Uh, depending on if he gets his tires to work uh, and stuff like that, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised seeing him. Uh, in the top five so there's a lot of fast guys and we're forgetting boots as well here so this guy has won this race uh, previously he's again in warm-up finished third qualified second so he's right up there as well so there's uh, plenty of guys even though ron falk will miss this race that uh will provide a lot of a lot of level to this race and oh yeah it's gonna again, be good. like drivers like barufalo sangatin musso uh majubi uh, Killage Brothers, even those guys, like, there's so much talent in this race, and it's one of the biggest races in Europe, for sure. Yeah, yeah, this, you know, one of the goals here was to try and spread the love and um, show show that there's racing, you know, around the world, and this is this is one of the races that I really want a lot of the American listeners to to check out, because this is like a real European track, how it used to be, and um, yeah. this is like what, when Greg, oh, Sorry, when Greg was, uh, you know, I always think about back in it, like when I, in my time of, of racing, um, hearing about these tracks and these European tracks and the, the difference between a, uh, the difference between a, a European track or an American track and all that type of stuff. And if you want to see that, this is something that, uh, you probably want to see because this is it, like, you know, and, yeah. um, 
I can't wait. So we're hopefully we get and to cover it. Hopefully they work with us. And I mean, just look how close the, and good the racing was. Like you know, yeah, so good. Just like, qualifying, I think. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. We, so I, but I also wait. this race was actually one of the races uh, along with Neo that actually pulled American people. Mayfield has been here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think Cavalier might have been here, but I, I I can at least remember Mayfield. Lutz has been here for sure and. Yeah, so this is one of the only races which have actually pulled Americans here. Generally, they didn't do really well, which mm-hmm. is not surprising. This is very specific style of track. And mm-hmm. for example, like drivers who are French uh, so, uh, from South Southern France, they have a pretty high advantage for sure because mm-hmm. they can go practice here. And it's it's a very, like these days, this is a very untypical track even for Europe, I feel. Mm-hmm uh so uh, you don't see many tracks like this in europe anymore yeah no not really and it's this thing is like it's so technical and uh yeah that's something we like in spain it started to it it has recently picked up again a lot i think Mm. uh so this style of tracks so for canasa obviously that's a huge advantage in that sense but it's still very unique in its own right yeah Sweet, look at that Johnny Skidmore when he's running a Gama. Wow, it feels like so long ago, you know? Yeah, yeah, he's been, he's like one one brand already passed and now he's with X-Ray. Yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome Should, should we move into the UK race now that we... Yeah, that's a already... great segue, great segue. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, so you, you this is a this is a, a nationals that I follow a lot, you know? Um, the, no, this wasn't the... a national yet, I think, but it was right, already... but you know. I think we follow this scene pretty good sometimes and um you know oh hold on i keep pressing something here uh it's it's good to see because we know the little bit of moves like clancy was the guy for a while you know he's been on associated for a very long time makes the move to mugen skidmores are, are really fast they are the national champions you know first race out on the x under x-ray so this is kind of a big deal in in in, in england uh, I don't have the results. Do you have the results up, Max? Or, I have it, yes. So it was Jamie Clancy with his new Mugen who won. Uh, Dylan Saunders, uh, I believe an S-Works driver, yes, who finished second. And uh, Johnny Skidmore, third. And uh, the interesting part here is that uh, it's actually almost a lap. So 30 seconds. Uh, Jamie was 30 seconds in front of Dylan and uh skidmore and then simon reeves kevin branston mitchell booth tara craddock uh the rest of these guys yeah william skidmore finished 11th but he had a his pace seemed okay so i i'm assuming he had some issues eight laps down so william also a guy to look for Mm -hmm. uh this race was i believe in hearts uh which is clancy's home track i'm not sure if it's some of these other guys home track but yeah clancy's home track oh sure. that's his home track hearts is his home track oil track um yeah got a mix of astroturf oil uh you said you talked to clancy said he's really happy with his car so far yeah he said uh i i spoke with him uh it's it's like uh he i i sort of asked like like tires or car because for sure it was pretty clear he was struggling with Jay Constant on the oil tracks, which mm-hmm. is understandable because like, Seismic was the only brand that actually worked. 
and he's now now like uh, not running J concept I believe anymore and running J Sismic. So he said for sure the tires help a lot. Uh, but yeah, he says he said uh, to me at least that he felt much better, much better now like uh, w- with the Mugen. He says it, it feels pretty good. So. Awesome. Yeah, so awesome. that's good for him. We had and Clancy on this like, podcast a couple years ago too. I don't know which yeah. uh, which episode it is, but go check. He's got that real Cockney London uh, accent. Yeah, he's got uh, a he's got a rather thick accent for sure. Yeah, yeah, good dude, good dude. All right, uh, good. It's good. To, they're racing. Seems to be racing kind of late in, in into the winter season in the UK. I didn't realize they raced. Uh, I don't think I don't think they even stopped at any point. So okay. uh, be I don't know I, because I believe they had a winter season at some point, but I think the oil tracks, uh, mm-hmm. the fact that it's well, climate change is happening <laughs> that yeah. uh, they actually they actually get to race uh, a lot more in the winter as well. All right, all right. So I think we should uh, let's go to. The the Nats warm up. Now I don't know. I can't talk too much about this because I do not know too much about it. Um because it didn't have any coverage. It was funny, Tim Lime goes, Don't don't crucify me for not having coverage. I was like, No man, I know you it's a warm up race. Like I don't expect oh, you to have coverage. But the thing is like these guys had like ten guys in pro, they had a few guys in mm-hmm. like this race was for these guys to warm up for the Nats, like the race organized, know what's going on, like how the track should be mm-hmm. setting everything up. So yeah, it's not, it, and to be, to be honest, like there are certain races, which like not all races need coverage. Like there are races mm-hmm. who are big races in attack, attack, um, attract uh, a large crowd of drivers, like especially top tier drivers that should have this. And I like, the reason why we focus on Dave so much is because these are one of like all of these races he has are the biggest races in the East Coast. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, not all races need coverage. Uh, that's, yeah, that's so uh, big shout out to Tim Lime. I know he's been working to get this track for such a long time, like five years. This 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 party started for him, and honestly, for me, I feel like he's kind of like saving uh roar's ass with this by having this track i mean that's a big oh, responsibility to take you know i mean um, roar roar moved the date to keep the race at this track so yeah, for sure yeah. this was like the last like last last option for them because probably like no other track wanted to do it because mm-hmm. like the way they've treated tracks and tim lime is definitely taking a huge risk here but also, I think if he does his job well, he can mm-hmm. he can do well here. And, and looking at like this whoop section here, one Loved of the it. first times I've seen whoop section actually work. Yeah. So the the shallow whoops with very sort of uh, gentle uh, edges. So that's how whoops are supposed short. to work. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So the cars actually have the space to bounce on top of them because mm-hmm. generally when people do whoops, it's like way too uh, tall or way too close together, but these are shallow enough. These are uh, the, the slope and my gentle enough where the cars actually get to bounce on top of it. So uh, I think Anthony built this track, Westergaard, uh, from practice tracks. So for sure, mm-hmm. uh, anything you did here, try to replicate that. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say this is not my coverage. This is from Steve Burgess, Rugspin Graphics. He made the trip out here, so I want to thank him. He showed me today. Uh, if you guys want to check him out on Facebook, Rug Spin Graphics, check him out for he went live. I believe he's just with his phone 
this is pretty much the best video I could find of the track. It's probably getting a little blurry. My internet's dropping. I'm going to remove it for yeah. now. Uh, exciting times. I don't, I, you know, let's look at the, who was it? Um, let me bring out my results. So here. results. Yeah. So Mayfield actually was the dominating guy. He, mm -hmm. Tessman had the fastest individual run or in qualifying. But uh, Mayfield uh, TQ'd two rounds, finished second in, in the one Tessman TQ'd. Um, Tessman was a clear second place, in my opinion. Well, okay. Uh, Rivkin, you could argue Rivkin was up there. Uh, then Drake, Hacker, Bornhorst, these guys were close, close by. And Pavidis and Denny were also at this race. Uh, but then in the main, uh, in, I believe... Yeah, 12 minute mark, Mayfield retired from the lead. So I don't know what happened. But Tessman was second. Uh, had some battles apparently with Ribkin. Uh, sorry. Uh, looks like. Uh, yeah, Ribkin. So yeah, he had battles with Ribkin in, in the start. But then after Mayfield, uh, Mayfield retired, he kept the lead till the end. And Ribkin came, came home to finish second. Uh, actually quite far down almost well half a lap down yeah and, uh from from testman so yeah Ryukin is still seems to struggle from this thing i, I remember we talked about this on uh when you had the it, it was a race at scrc us open i believe mm -hmm. which testman ended up winning where Ryukin was clearly at least almost as fast as Tessman, mm, but mm -hmm. Tessman had a flame out, I think almost, I think at least one flame out, but maybe even two, one in the pits. Uh, and still, Tessman ended up winning by almost a lap. So, Rivkin seems to have this where he has the speed, but just can't keep it together for the mains, which I can understand. Like maybe he's just driving a bit too, too hard. Uh, but yeah, something like if he can get that main, like, getting the rhythm, don't make mistakes. For sure, Rivkin will be a guy to look for at the Nats, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Any, any other race for that matter. It looks like we're going to have a rough, bumpy Nats too. So um, yeah. that's going to be pretty gonna cool. Adam Drake had a good result. I mean, he was two laps down, but I mean, fourth, I think he'd be happy with that. Uh, Jackson Brunson, yeah. top HB guy coming out of there. Uh, I'm surprised Cole Ogden isn't here. Really surprised he's in there. Maybe yeah. I'm surprised he wasn't her or at the um or at the, yeah, TNR, at the race. TNR race. No, he doesn't run TNR fuel, so he wouldn't be there. Um okay. yeah, interesting stuff. Uh yeah. Tanner in six. Bornhorse would be a little bit disappointed with his result, I think. Yeah, I, I gotta be honest, both Danny and Bornhorst, uh I'd be a bit disappointed because I think this is Danny's not even a home track, at least he would be going to this track quite a lot. Mm -hmm. And with Bornhorst, uh, uh, he would definitely be looking to at least beat Denny. So I don't know if he has some, had some issues or something. Uh, on pace, looks rather similar to Denny. So we, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Brunson, I mean, uh, he's three laps down from the lead. So like these results are a bit maybe misleading. But Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah, a lot of missing guys here too. So yeah. Um, I think I think who's going to do really well at this race is Tebow. I think, yeah. So I was just about to say before that, like, the bumpy Nats. We remember 2017, I think. I yep. uh, can't remember the uh, state line. State line. State line. Yeah. 
the craziest track ever. Every jump face was torn. Uh, mm -hmm. That dragon's everywhere. back jump. Oh, that was hard. Yeah. <laughs> and Thibaut, like, um, I maybe maybe dominated. I, I can say dominated. Well, remember, this it's transponder stopped calling too. So there's all that, that discrepancy because Lutz actually won it on paper. Yeah, yeah, but like Tebow was actually in front the whole way, mm -hmm. way through. So, but Tebow was, yeah, Tebow definitely was uh, the dominating guy in my opinion, at least uh, on that race. And yeah, and Mayfield, yeah, come on, like this is Mayfield's home track, I believe. And uh, yeah, he's strong. You think Mayfield's gonna everywhere. go back to back. I'd be dumb to not pick Mayfield. Don't, we know? can't we can't knock out Tasman, man. These hot race tires to work on this type of conditions. Yeah, um, that's the thing. Like, like so, even last year, Tesman was Tesman was in it for the win, you know? Yep. Like he wasn't he like I think he would have started on pole for the main. Mm -hmm. Not sure, but definitely up there. And uh yeah, like this these nats can become very interesting because mm -hmm. For sure, I think Anthony will build a track. So definitely be that West Coast style where Mayfield is really strong. But then it's a long week. Uh, it'll get really bumpy. So that will definitely help Tebow and Tessman, uh, in my books at least. Um, and uh, yeah, Rivkin, if he gets bumpy, I'm, I wouldn't pick him for the win. But he can be up there. Uh, mm -hmm. so yeah, but I think, I think Tesman, Mayfield, Tebow, these are guys who could, could realistically all win, win the Nats this year. And I think it will be tight. That's the most interesting part. And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be ruling out the uh, Ogden either because yep. really fast at DNC last year, hot race tires should work fine. Uh, most likely we'll get some track times at, at this track before the Nats. I, I'd imagine he'd do. Yep. So yeah. Um, uh, uh, maybe Ogden could surprise us here. Maybe this is yeah, the sort of race can. where he puts his staple on actually being one of the top guys in America. Yeah, and I would love to see him do it. Would love yeah, to see sure. him win the Nationals. Would love it. Uh, Tony Newland went to this race. I think it's his first time going to a race with some. He went up to the Pacific Northwest, but like he, he you know, Tony ran intermediate and um, forty plus. He TQ forty plus. So shout out to Tony, co-host. Uh, it looks like he had some issues in that race. So he finished right on. I think he finished fifth in the intermediate class and um i haven't talked to him yet he's probably driving home so i want to get a synopsis he said uh it's cool it's a nice track uh had a little bit of rocks issues but i think they'll get that out uh he said it was, it was pretty rocky but uh i see tim lime is got a whole bunch of new soil new aggregate to put on so i'm really interested to see what tim does uh i look i applaud him i know how much work this is and uh, I just want him to have, I just want him to be good. I want him to make his money and I want people to attend this race. Uh, it's just in a difficult time slot a month after a month after DNC, um, uh, you know, yeah. and then it's like, not a world year. So a lot of people but, are like, you know, a lot yeah. of people's like, well, I'm not good. It's not a world year. And it's just, you know, well, you're it, gonna well it is a world's year, but not the world's qualifier year. So you're right. Not a world's qualifying year to get that straight. Yeah. Um, so shout out to them. Um, I'll talk to Tony sometime this week, find out some more of what happened at the race. And um, yeah, go from there. But I like it. I like those whoops. Uh, maybe oh, they're going to make definitely. the track a little bit bigger, longer. You know, it's kind of 27 yeah. second laps. Maybe we can get some 30, yeah, I, 30 yeah, second I, laps in there. That's something I do dislike a bit about American tracks is they have 15 cars and laps is under 30 seconds. So yeah. 
it's it just gets too crowded, especially in qualifying. Especially yeah, slow in qualifying. it down a little bit, you know, put some stuff out there, yeah. slow it down. So I, I, I'm pretty they, sure they're going to have a whole new layout too. for the Nationals. Uh-huh. Oh, 100%. They definitely have yeah. space too. So I, yeah. I think they'd be sort of building you up a bit. And yeah, and also, yeah, 100% they have a new layout for Nationals, I think. Uh, they've had a few new layouts. They switch it quite often there. So Yeah, yeah. I wonder if JQ is going to be able to race this. I hope he, I actually hope he's going to this race. I I don't know how the rules actually go. I mean, they I just hope. need to be a raw member. He's already entered. Yeah, that's yeah. So we'll I mean, see. it's the last. I doubt he's going to be able to race so it. I really it. doubt it. I doubt he's going to be able to race it. All right. Um, <laughs> let's go on to our next race, which was um, so one of our sponsors, Chris TNR. Chris Nelson puts on this race, TNR Fuels. By the way, uh, great! A huge mm-hmm. shout out to the graffiti on the on the. Oh yeah, wall. yeah, that was badass. Very badass. That looked cool as hell. Yeah, let me find this. All right, so um, wow. So this is he. He started this. This is the TNR's A main challenge. He had the first one at uh, uh what's Victorville SoCal Nitro RC Raceway up there in Victorville last year. Dude, and he came on the pod and he told us he spent $55,000 on stuff for this track. Like, you know, on that race last year and yeah. like getting the track in order. And he just gave away so much stuff. So a great turnout for this race. Uh, this is like just everybody in California that races went here. Uh, I think they had uh, 224 drivers, 456 participants that is uh that is actually a very big race in california 224 people he had a bunch of oh, classes like sic to... was it like 270 yeah so... yeah so this is this is pretty much same size as sic and and the like thunder rally isn't that like the area isn't that big yeah 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 it, it's you have you have up on the field and all there but the area in like where the track is is actually small so but the good thing about this race is that chris um and tnr fuels they just put this on dude they um i think like so how they do it is they had a bunch of stuff so you had like ogo bags reds engines pit bike giveaway all this type of stuff and what he does at the end everybody races right and then they did raffles so everybody in like they did raffles to see which a final got prizes so the whole a final got prizes you know what I yeah. mean? So like they did a raffle. So say 40 plus, he had like 15 OGO bags, dude. 15 <laughs> OGO bags. And wow, every single, crazy. like, well, I don't, I, well, 12. So it's 12 people, right? 12 OGO bags. And I don't remember which class got it. So it, it just makes it fair. So it's like, nobody knows which class is going to win what, you know what I mean? Dude, he gave away a whole class. Everybody got reds engines. Smoker got a reds engine. like. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Smoker's got a brand new Reds engine that he won because he's just in the main of this race. You know what I mean, man? This dude gave away yeah. so much stuff. Um, he puts this on to give back to the racers, obviously to promote TNR fuels. Oh, what you're looking at is some damn good coverage from Mod. I have to give him some credit, man. Matt Olson is getting better every production that he does, like every production that he does. Yeah, one thing actually, I I have to say here is like a lot of these races stream this on their own Facebook. For example, this was streamed on like TNR Fuels Facebook on 
and YouTube probably as well. And Mod think... and JC. Oh, so it was all those? Yeah, because JC was okay, a sponsor. So the, okay, so then I pulled that back a bit. But uh, like the thing is like, uh, I I wish like RC Racing TV has its legacy and its viewers because it streamed always on RC Racing TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that is something that a lot of these organizers should probably look into if they do it. Right, I know what uh, you mean. Because... Like, I get it, live RC is a bit different because it's like live RC and if you do it alone, like for example, for Dave's races, they don't really have anyone to do it. So it's a bit, yeah. it's a bit different that way. I get what but you mean, for, like this should be all on the mod. Like, I believe this is yeah. all on mod's YouTube. Yeah, because then, then like mod can build his brand, mod can maybe get more equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, when you act, when you hire him, uh, he's gotta get some like, perhaps even like YouTube revenue from this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, that's something I think uh, that would make it a lot easier for mod to produce better Ooh, content. That's brutal. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, uh, better content than probably for no no extra cost for mm-hmm. for the race race organizer so that's something definitely this organizer should maybe keep in mind and definitely something matt uh also from mod should keep in mind yeah because i uh, i don't know I, I don't know what the actually right way to do this but this is just how mm-hmm. i i sort of uh spidey scent sense <laughs> yeah well i like the track um i like the this was a, a area of discussion there's a lot of cut, track cutting right here so guys will hit that pull yeah. and just drop and go down there. Yeah. But I mean, this, this is just is a fun race, man. A fun race yeah. that people went to to give back. He gave back to the community. The layout's badass. Uh, make some money for Thunder Alley. Um, graffiti on there was awesome. I liked seeing stuff like that. Um, you know, and in in, in nowadays where races don't even you don't even got a race T-shirt without paying it. You know, this is good to see. Now he does say that this race, like this, is not a format or a program that other race promoters should do. He just does this as a way for promotion and to give back to yeah. his local RC community. So yeah, it's really cool. Is, yeah, it's and I think I think for sure uh, we need events like uh, sort of like this. And I, I've sort of said this for a long while, but I think PMB should sort of strive towards being an RC festival, you know, mm-hmm. more than just an RC race. Uh, because the pro class can stay as it is. And uh, I mean, other classes can maybe stay as they are, but just uh, they, I think they should embrace the atmosphere of it being sort of uh, an event. Like the rocket jump is great. Uh, the monsters, in my opinion, are, I don't, I mean, personally, I don't, I'm not a huge fan, but they definitely build the atmosphere and the theme of it. Uh, so stuff like that, I think they should sort of embrace it even more. Uh, mm-hmm. and stuff like like the TNR, like give like uh, uh, what you call them, like um, like they they gave out stuff and raffles and all that sort of, and uh, yeah, the community of RC mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. more in the forefront here, I think. Yeah, I think this race is about having fun. Yeah, first giving back to these guys who all support him, and uh, yeah, whoever wins wins. I mean, this is the expert nitro class that uh, actually Wally shout out to him. He TQ'd this, but he had bad luck. Uh, looks like uh, he finished pretty darn there. But I mean, yeah, I think people would have fun. This is like a, a party with a race, 
that yeah, breaks up. That, that's, that's what I want to describe it as. That's something uh, I felt every time I went to beat the contest. Like, mm-hmm. like when you go there, music's playing. It's it's like hot out. Uh, at the night time, night time when the racing is over, you have the banquet with all the guys. There's a lot of there's music. People hang out. Uh, it's it's like a great atmosphere there. And that's something I wish a lot more race organizers sort of took, took and made made it to their own. And I think PMB has all the ingredients to make it work. And I think they just just embrace it more. And like yeah, uh, here TNR did it very well. Uh, in my opinion, I don't know, I wasn't there, but like what it looks like and what I've everything I've heard from it, it looks like they did it very well. So yeah, and this was the first race. So yeah, it's well, only no, they, well they they had it last year. Um, but oh, okay, okay. Okay. So this is his second race doing this and going all out like this. And he says, like, this is not something that other race race promoters should copy. This is just my way of giving back. And um yeah, looks yeah, like Cav went out there. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I am getting excited about Cavalry right now. I am getting so excited about Cavalry because I think we're about to see goat mode engaged soon. And um because Cav is taking eight scales serious right now. He's taking it serious. So maybe, but uh uh-uh. uh at the last Okay, there's no year. competition for for Cav at this race, let's be honest. Like yeah, but this that's is an easy thing, race like, for him. Looking at his laps here. Uh it's no one to push him. These guys no one to push him. Yeah, but these guys are maybe a bit too close for, for what 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 the what the other guys are here. I get that. Um, uh so we got Ryan Cavalieri won this, TQ then one. Uh, Dylan Nelson, who we saw on motocross and Anaheim one, he came, uh, second Kyle Turner, North Kyle, fast dude, extremely fast x-ray driver. And third, Steve Harris, who's running HB, but for one army, Cole Jensen, Tyler Fenster, Davey Bada, good stock driver, the spin radical one, Walker, who can jump anything. I call Walker, Walker spin rat is like the Jay smoker junior. Now, if it's a jump out there and nobody can do it, the spin rad one can do it. Sean Kirkman <laughs> was there. Sean Kirkman, Herzig, all running uh, Lux, Lugs tires. Carlos Arandondo, probably the probably should be up in second or third, but looks like he had some issues two minutes in. Yeah, yeah, so like, not, yeah. Not like a big race, in. not a big race, but a race to give back and. Uh, I thought that it was, I think, like, you know, this guy went all out, graffiti, coverage, yeah. all this type of stuff. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you. I hope we get to see more pros attend this race and all that type of stuff and um, and get there. Yeah, I think I think also for the, for the pros, like, uh, this could be sort of their hangout race, you know, where, mm-hmm. and I think this, especially the races like this, you could have those exhibition mains. Like you don't even mm-hmm. have like actual mains. You just have exhibition mains. Mm-hmm. Like there's like uh, like you have a few finals. You do gate starts maybe or something more crazy. And uh, then like just try trying different stuff, like reverse or a grid. And like one main could be like running, uh, driving the track backwards. Anything like this, you know. Like just people mm-hmm. having a good time. Uh, maybe like tandem driving that's one thing we've done here in finland a few a few races anything you think of like that's something for pros as well so like one race where they can just be like okay i'm here for just having fun you know yeah, yeah. because not, i not so me especially 
for me especially there are times when i just forget that i'm like rc is actually super fun yeah and like yeah. the past like especially like uh 2019 like running driving rcgp like practicing yeah like, you were not having all fun. the time and then like yeah after that like i had the same thing in like 20 2018 where 2017 2018 where i like like super into it, then i just like not into it and then i like have to refine myself and now like the past few years i've been trying to sort of find a balance between actually having fun and then sort of doing it where i actually try to be fast and be better in rc and i think for these pro guys as well like uh especially got drivers like tebow who have been into for so long mm -hmm. like just have fun for for one race and then like you're back at it again i think yeah. that could be very cool i agree i i like this i like this um i like that idea as well and uh i want to just say shout out to tnr fuels chris nelson and those guys uh for and his family because this is a family thing for him and he has his family involved uh, good job. Thank you for doing that. And thank you for all that you do. We need, you know, and uh, I wish you, I wish him all the best. He says things are good, man. So that's good. I like when I hear business is good. And um, <clears throat> he said, he says he has a big surprise coming. So I don't know what that's going to be. So we'll see what it is. But uh, congratulations. And um, yeah, I think this is, we need more races like this. Festivals, having fun, you know, talk to, I know everybody had fun. I was watching my buddy. Yeah, dude, Chase Ehrlich. You know, his crazy racecraft guys. He was having a blast. Um, good stuff, man. Um, with that said, I think that's a, a great segue into the Dawn and Quiet this week. Oh, you know I had a Dawn and Quiet. Got I Dawn and Quiet I for was, everybody. I, I yeah. knew you called me off guard here. Yeah, I did. So, you know, this week's Dawn and Quiet is brought to you by Lugs Racing. Lugs Racing has over 55 years of combined RC experience. They've been testing brands, wheels, and rubber for performance. They have their Lugs Econ tires, which are developed with racing budgets in mind. High quality, but lower cost means savings that, that can be passed on to you, the consumer. They also have their, their top line tires, which are called the Lugs and the TQs, using their custom molds, their proprietary rubber compound. And uh, they now have them in Truggy tires as well. They're available in medium soft, super soft, mega soft, and now long wear. So check them out at www.lugsracing.com. Use the promo code NNRC lugs in all caps and you will save some money on your on your order. I still have to call Bryce and um ask him how much that is. And uh for everybody that won tires, I'm gonna send him all that information uh this week. I knew he was busy as well as TNR. I knew they were super busy, so I didn't send out any information. And if you're listening to this and you won that on the in if you won any of these prizes on the Christmas show, please contact me with your mailing address. All right, Max. So this week on the Dawn and Quiet, I wanted to be positive and I wanted to talk about something. Uh, I was reading some some Facebook comments. You know, I got a, a few little Facebook tit for tats this week, last week. Sorry, uh, which happens. You know, I'm human. I'm I'm passionate. Yeah. I get. I, I've also realized I don't have to be nice to people who are being assholes to me. Like you know what I mean. Uh, I can have my. I can argue or debate. I don't have to be nice if you're going to be an asshole. But it's not that I, I always try to find a way to to end things positively. You know what I mean? So if we're going to yeah. debate, if we're going to debate and probably, you know, things get heated, let's try and uh, shake hands and, and become positive. We saw that this week as well with, you know, a little mix up between our body RC Vitals and Larry Genova. They look like they shook hands and made up for, for something simple. Uh, so I, I it came to my thing, which also I've been thinking about, about people not having fun in RC 
So I saw another post by a guy named Jason Miller, and he made a very good post. And it's like, it's 2022, and I've decided that I'm going to just have fun in RC again. You know, and I was like, yeah, I've been saying this for some time. Um, so for the Dawn and Quiet this, this week, I want you guys to think about this, and it's going to be short. For 99.5% of us, this is a hobby. And this is, we do the sport of RC racing as a hobby. Because then we get in the argument, is this a sport or is this a hobby? For 99.95% of us, it is a hobby. There is that 0.5% of the population that do this where their livelihood depends on it. All these pro drivers we talk about, this is what they do for a living. Even myself, this is what I do for a living. I'm not a driver, but you know, this the success of this podcast depends on my on, on, it benefits my livelihood and stuff like that. I think we've gotten too serious in RC. I think the sponsorship thing, the pressure for people to perform, the pressure for people to to look good on Facebook, to be cool, to be a part of the clique all that type of stuff is taking who's got the bigger deal is taking precedence over actually having fun. So my challenge this year to a lot of people, and I have a lot of challenges like entries, not participants, participants, not entries, stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. My challenge to the RC community this year and myself included is that we need to get back to having fun with RC and I'm not saying that you can't take your racing serious. Everybody can be serious about this racing, but I'm seeing too many people who act like their livelihood depends on this. And I think that's just uh, a byproduct of the illusion that the RC industry has created. You know what I mean? Hey, everybody can do this. You can get sponsored. You can do this. You know, look, RC is hard. Like it's not easy. We get in this because we are obsessed with controlling something remotely. And then we found out that we can race this. Then we met other people that can do this. That's what RC should be about, first and foremost. I think now the way the industry is structured, everybody wants to be so serious. It's all about, hey, I need to look good on Facebook and make that cool post. I need to have a race report, even though I'm in the DEF main. Not, it doesn't matter that you're in those mains. As long as you had fun, you know what I mean? So my challenge to everybody this year is let's learn how to have fun in RC again. Let's stop taking it so serious. Let's let the group of people that have to take it serious, which is a very small group, take it serious because, hey, the difference between 10th and 1st is not only pride, it's money. So, you know, uh, we do the hobby, we do the sport, we do the hobby of the sport of RC. If we get back to that, we can refocus, we can get, we can refocus on trying to get new people in, we can be more um, welcoming at tracks. It's not that serious. We need to fix this people, start having fun with RC and let the professional guys worry about it and take it to that level that is serious. I'm not saying you shouldn't be serious. You can be serious about your racing. Your livelihood does not depend on it. So that's my challenge for everybody in 2022, myself included. What do you think about that one, Max? Preach. Like, that was great. Uh, I, I mean, I can't even sort of fill anything in because you did that pretty well. I'll, I mean, yeah, I agreed on every single point, really. And uh, that's the thing, sort of, what I mean, for sure. I, I mean, I can say I really struggled with this uh, mm-hmm. at some point because 
there was a point where I was going to school, uh, I finished school, I was going to either work or go to university. And then I was like, okay, how, do I need to be a pro? Do I need to do this? And I was like, RC was more of a chore at that point. I did it because I was sponsored and like I had to run races and I, I, I did want to win, but I didn't really like, even if I won, I was like, okay, thank God I won this time. And then I was mm -hmm. next. Race. I wasn't like, yes, I won. Like that was great. And then I went to the next race. I didn't win. I was like, like that, that should, how should it should be? Like for, like for me, obviously, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely in a very different position than a lot of other guys in RC. I'm, I'm probably not the 0.5 who make it for a living, but I'm pretty damn close. I'm almost as close as I could. Yeah, be. yeah, yeah. I get that. <laughs> so I, for me, the perspective is a bit different because I, I still, I don't have to obviously take it seriously, but mm -hmm. the way my, my position is in the industry, I probably should. And I, I want to, mm -hmm. uh, but for most people, when you go to the track, you should, every time you just put the car in the track and drive, you should just have fun. Like, and then if you win, that should be the bonus, you know, mm -hmm. you know, like the, the, you should make it so that every time you go out on a track, you just have fun. And that's something when I've achieved to do that, uh, that has also helped me in result wise. So yeah, for sure. Uh, especially guys who, I'm sorry to say this, but are a bit older, uh, they have a real job, they have a family. Like you have things in life who which are much more important than winning a I'm gonna say it here a toy car race, but oh! it's a sport. <laughs> it's a sport still, and I consider it a sport. But just like football, just like any other sport in the world, in the at the end of the day, that's not what's the most important thing in life. And getting into arguments with people and getting holding grudges and all this stuff we see, like what what he have what we have seen in the in the past i don't know what time time frame but all the negativity we have seen sort of you can't do this you have to like if you run this brand you have to do this all of this is sort of just adds to the the negative cycle of stuff mm -hmm. and i think like the thing is you don't you shouldn't need a sponsorship uh make friends go to a local hobby shop, talk to the guy, support the, support your local hobby shop. Maybe he'll give you a discount. Maybe he won't. If he doesn't, that's fine. Like most of the time, if you get a sponsorship, you'll save maybe a hundred bucks, 200 bucks. Like for regular people, that's, that's, that's not, not that much money. Mm -hmm. Like thinking of like the pressure you put on yourself, like, I need to run this brand. I need to send my race resume to these brands. Like if you want a sponsor, go ahead, get a sponsor. That's fine. But don't stress about it. And especially to brands, I think stop encouraging this behavior because it's hurting, it's hurting the brands in the long run as well. Uh, short term. Yeah. You can maybe get a more drivers and make a bit more, bit more money that way. But please uh, for long term, for, for all of us to have fun, uh, let's let's start enjoying stuff and not make it too serious. And I think this TNR race uh, is a super good example of how things should be done. And yeah, not all races, like you said, not all races should be like this uh, because there are serious aspects to this as well. But 
more racers should learn for, from what makes this Tiona race a good race, what made the Bete Contest a great race, even Neobuggy, what made Neobuggy a great race. Uh, every single race should look at that, understand what it is, and it's just that the atmosphere, uh, like most of the time I go to races, like I have more fun in a pitch than tracks. <laughs> like, exactly. Like that's the thing. Like that's how. Remember why we started this. Remember why we started this. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. All right. Well, we went over time, but we went on we went on our soapbox and we preached a little bit, but that's fine. One hour twenty minutes, Max. That's it. Time limit. We're getting better. We're getting better. Yeah. Uh shout to the NNRC squad around the world. We love you guys like life. Thank you for all the support. We can't do it without you guys. Shout out to the patrons of the NNRC. Can't do it without you guys either. Ah, oh, man. If you wish to be a patron, it helps out a lot, trust me. Shout out to these awesome companies, man. Remember, showing the sponsors some love, shows the podcast some love. Shout out to Invisible Speed. Hi-Tech RC, TNR Fuels, Beach RC, Techno RC, Lugs Racing Tires, JQSM, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, G-Spec RC Tuning, Racecraft USA, House of RC, RCGP, JTP RC, Clinic RC, don't forget RC Kevin tonight, Drake's going to be one, and shout out to the NNRC drivers, the Viking, the Doctor, the Spaniard, and Teebs. And uh, Max, thank you for your time, I had fun with this. And uh, I look forward to doing this again next week. And um, yeah, let's get ready for Montpellier. Don't forget, guys, NNRC Cup Euro with Montpellier coming up here soon. And then hopefully I'll be at DNC and doing my thing there. So I can't wait. Got some interesting news. Had an interesting phone call the other day with a film producer. I'll tell more about that later on in life, uh, later on in, in time. And uh, with that, Max, I think that's it. Nitro is the glory. We ain't grinding and sliding. Remember, everybody, have fun first. Take your racing serious, but have fun. Max, anything to say before we go? I love the positive switch you did at the end. I wasn't prepared for this, but I'm I'm feeling good. I that brought me to good mood. Thank yeah, you. I've seen you've been very positive <laughs> lately too. So I thought I replicate that. And but I mean that. I've been thinking about that for a while. And uh, I'm gonna be trying to do some blogs here. They're probably gonna piss some people off. So. Accused of being negative, like all the positive things we've done, just <laughs> throw it in the trash. No, it's good. It makes people think. Yeah. Anyway, short outro this week. Short outro this week. Everybody, check you guys later. See you Friday. Friday. Oh, sorry. Friday should have lots questions. Get those questions in. We got a lot, so we're gonna have a busy question question uh, this week. And um, yeah. See you guys later. Lefty and Max out. <laughs>